Hello, welcome back to Queer Perspective with your favorite queer duo, Andrew and Noms. Yay! Hello, hi. Hi. <laughs> um, how is everybody done this episode of Queer Perspective? Today, for a second, gonna... I thought you were asking me. I was like, I mean, you I can say, answer too. I... Oh, okay, I'm okay. It's like, <laughs> I know you're not, but we have to pretend you're not. Yes. But hopefully yeah. this episode cheers you up. Yeah, yeah. Let's hope. <laughs> I need help. Um, so today's episode, we're doing queer fandoms. What is the right amount of gay? Because honestly, this is probably going to be not a two-parter, but there's going to be like another topic later on where we're going to do about just fan fiction. Because, yeah. you know, that's that's the real Queer As in my whole childhood. Me too. Yeah. But for right now, we're going to talk about, just to cheer up noms, our favorite uh, queer um, media shows and discuss like what makes it good representation and like maybe talk about what is not good representation and just like have a more freeform conversation just because, you know, noms had a tough week. So tough year, you know? <laughs> Tough everything. Tough couple of years. Tough everything. <laughs> Tough life. So, how do you want this to start us? Do you want to start talking on a general conversation on, like, what makes good queer representation? Like, what do you think... When you want to find a show or something that is, like, quote-unquote, queer, like, what exactly makes you want to, like, watch it or stay involved? I mean... A lot of times when I'm watching a show, if a queer if a character is queer, I'll just watch it. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> like the bare minimal. <laughs> no, seriously. Like I generally don't care if it's if it's like the if it's a character that gets enough screen time for mm. me to have like to feel like it's worthy, I'll watch it. And I've watched mm. a lot of shows solely on the premise of them having like a queer like couple or like person or something like that. Really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like that's your like criteria is like, is there a gay? Okay, then I'll No, yeah. It. I started a show yesterday based on that. I didn't know really? what the show was about and I didn't care. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I think I used to be like that when it comes mm -hmm. to like queer representation. Like I remember like a lot of shows that there'd be like one maybe gay character Mm -hmm. Or maybe there was even a lot of queer baiting in the show, and I would be hooked mm. onto that. The idea is like maybe a bit, like you know, like I remember like mid twenty tens or something like that. There was like a lot of stuff like that on Tumblr. They'll, mm -hmm. they'll like have a show with like literally no queer characters, but I will get yeah, caught I, up in the drama of just I like they're that. totally gay. They're totally I hated gay. That. <laughs> I, I can't stand queer baiting. Like I think my limit was like when. I remember something in me just broke when like Yuri on Ice came out and then I was like oh do these people like actually kiss or actually like confirm anything and like they never do or at least at the they time like, people were watching it like they did it it was like did season you see one. all of, of Yuri on no, Ice? No of course not. There's only been I one. I gave up. Uh, <laughs> I win! I watched like 
episode one, and this was like years ago. Like this was like when uh, it was first coming out. Like it was still like only on saw one up because the thing yeah. is, is like it's ironic because it's like honestly, out of all the media I said, I've seen, and we've had this discussion. I think Yuri mm-hmm. and Ice has like the best, at least when it comes to like male male queer mm. representation. Because it starts off queer baby, a hundred percent. Like the first episode and the first couple episodes, yeah. like yeah. Yuri is no Victor is like super like seem like a little bit too into Yuri, and it's like oh this is queer beating, this is anime. They always do this shit for like mm-hmm. to get the fangirls involved. But then yeah. it's like halfway through they kiss, and then they like by the end of it they get engaged. Mm. Of course, and it's not done in a queer baby way, but it's done in a. The censors are not going to let us. <laughs> yeah, there's like we yeah. can't do any more, or else we're going to get kicked off the air, <laughs> kind of vibes. But there was a lot of like the body language, I the see. constant um, communication between the two, mm-hmm. the um, like subtle things, like their beds would always be together in like hotel rooms and stuff. Like it's subtle cues that it's like, yeah, they're gay. They're obviously fucking. It's like they're obviously in love. But again, meanwhile, it's not... there's like, I'm so sure there's like a group of people in like that believe continent, it. and they're like, yeah, they're besties. Yeah, you know, no, but that's what became because it's, sure. it's, it's that subtle, which is so fucking fun. That's like the frustrating part of it because mm-hmm. most, at least it's like getting better, but most queer yeah. media, they have to go through censorship bullshit. Mm-hmm. That they have to, like, the only way that it'll be allowed. Unless, like, now it's different, but, like, if it's going to be shown to, like, the general audience that doesn't need mm-hmm. to go through a paywall or anything, yeah. they have to do it in such a subtle way that it could be dismissed. Like, Yuri and Ice is a mm. good example that if you're queer, 100%, like, you know that they're in a relationship. Mm-hmm. But it's the, the show is not centered about the relationship. It's centered around mm-hmm. figure skating. Mm-hmm. So... That's kind of why, like, I'm not happy with a lot of, like, representation. Because it's, like, it's either, like, overt and unrealistic or so yeah. subtle it's deniable. Yeah. So. Agreed. For sure. <laughs> like, yeah. it's so frustrating. So it's, like, it's very hard to figure out what's good representation. I think you're a nicest one for me. Mm-hmm. But also because I'm a Capricorn and it's centered around their career. So, I'm like. Yeah. Uh, Valid. But what about you? What's a good, like. Hmm, I have a couple, couple, I know. On, you know, on my mind. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay, so I want to mention like two off the bat that like. Okay. Um, I don't think they're very popular, but I do appreciate them for like what they're trying to do. So mm-hmm. there's a show called Twenties, and then the other show that I started yesterday is called Harlem. So both of those shows is about like um, basically like a friend group of like black women. And then mm-hmm. one of them happens to be queer. The other ones are like straight or straight passing. I don't know. Um, but they're dating men. And uh, one of them in 20s, like the the show is about like the queer girl or the queer woman. So she ends up like falling in love with like her boss. She's like, she's looking for like an internship. You know, her boss hires her and then she ends up falling for her boss. And it was like, it's more like comedy. It's not like as like super deep. And then Harlem is more, it's still kind of like, like a uh i would say like you know young adults kind of drama uh like kind of like when you're out of like grad school or you're out of like university and you've already been in your job for like a little bit so you have like your working life and you have like your going out life and you're trying to figure out like your dating life that's kind of how it is 
but there is mm. another person who is a lesbian on there, but she's a mask lesbian. Okay. So it's like, I appreciate what they're doing. I still haven't found the person who like really looks at me that I can like really identify with, except for and okay. Euphoria. Um, even Euphoria. though I was waiting for you to bring, I thought that wasn't like, I, gonna, I thought that was gonna be the first one. I'm surprised you went with Yuri and Ice first, but continue. <laughs> you know, I'm trying to like play cool. <laughs> I know, but it's like this is episodes for you, so come on. <laughs> I'm waiting but, for um, it. <laughs> in case it wasn't clear, um, I love Euphoria with like my entire heart. Um, and for people, if you like happen to watch Euphoria and you're listening to this, I know the show is problematic. I know there are things like I know it's not perfect. I understand. I still love it. It is what it is. Yeah. But I will say that like the representation of like um I relate to to Rue, which is played by Zendaya. I relate to her because of like her style and just how she presents, I would say. But I relate a lot to Jules as well, who's mm. another mm, I would say like queer woman on the show, but um, queer trans women on the show. But yeah, so Euphoria has been on my mind a lot. And then the last one that I want to mention is Atypical. Um, mm. And Atypical was also like a fun one. But it's very like, it's very family vibes, you know? It's like about a family. Um, you know, there's the son who's like um, autistic. And then there's the younger sister. And she happens to be into girls. So she falls for like her best friend eventually. Mm. So, yeah. So it's just like one character that's gay. Yeah. Yeah. And um, you know, mm-hmm. that is one thing that I'll say. I wish there was a show where like there was a group of people that were all like gay, but like in different ways. Because at least in my life, like most of my closest friends are gay or are people that like, are so queer adjacent that like they get it, you know? Yeah. So I wish there was like a show that was about like just everybody being being like queer in some way. Um I is there a show like that? <laughs> the way that I'm like Steven Universe, most of the characters are gay. <laughs> <laughs> Live action show. <laughs> I know. Steven Universe is probably like one of the few shows that are like majority of the characters are some form of LGBT. But then again, you're right. It is like A, an animated show and B, they get away with it. Like I said, by like, they're all aliens. So Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. they're a single gender race, but I really like Steven Universe because the the creator, Rebecca Sugar, really try to push that LGBT like Mm -hmm. uh, message home. Like, it was the first, like, animated same-sex kiss on television. And mm-hmm. uh, same-sex marriage. Um, spoiler mm. alert. This whole, like, episode is going to be a bunch of spoilers. But, like, yeah. spoiler alert. If you al- hear any, sh- if you know any shows that we mentioned, just spoilers. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, so, have you seen Steven Universe? I've watched, like, maybe two episodes. Maybe. Okay. So, you have no idea. But no. uh, one way Wait, that... Wait, is it... Okay, is it the girl who wears all pink? And is it the other girl that, like... Wait, wait that might be a different show. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I know... In Saving Universe, there okay. is somebody voiced by Estelle, uh, the singer. Uh, she's, like, uh, this red lady who with the, with an afro. Like, the character. Oh, yeah, Garnet. yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Her, it's Garnet. Uh, she's a fusion, which is like two characters merged into one. And uh, yeah, it's weird. It's complicated, yeah. but that's how their aliens work. Like when they want to be in a relationship, they could merge to be one person. So she's technically a relationship between two of them. And they did a wedding of those two, Ruby and Sapphire, and they did it on screen wow. and they kissed and everything. Uh, and then they merged together to be Garnet. And it was like, oh my God. And the thing is, is that the creators were really like, no, this is going to be a gay ass wedding because do you see the relationship between the two of them? Uh, one is more masculine, but the other word, uh, mm -hmm. Ruby is more masculine. She's like a little red, angry little thing. And then Sapphire wears a dress and has blue hair. So mm -hmm. very feminine looking. Mm -hmm. uh, and the thing is, is that in other countries where LGBT stuff is illegal, when mm -hmm. they air it over there, they make Ruby a boy. Uh, I see. So in the wedding episode, they made Ruby wear the dress and Sapphire wear the, the uh, like tuxedo. Or tux, yeah. yeah, so they made it like the feminine one being masculine and the mm -hmm. masculine one wearing the feminine outfits. Just to say like, now you can't say mm -hmm. that, or at least you can, but then there, so I was yeah, like, yeah. As, a, as a creator, I respect her for that. I respect yeah. uh, Rebecca Sugar for that. Um, I mean, it's not perfect and it's a kid's show and there's like, of course, yeah. whatever. Uh, but I do really like it for that, like, you know, LGBT mm -hmm. shit. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, uh, I, I had a question about Euphoria. Like, mm -hmm. why do you relate to Rue and Jules so much? I, I never, I don't watch Euphoria, but literally since Noms is like my best friend, I have an idea through osmosis. What's it about? <laughs> <laughs> like I know the character's name for whatever reason, even though I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen an okay. episode. So let me explain. Yeah. So Rue, I actually like, I don't think I relate to Rue like a lot, but I do mm. appreciate like the way that her character is presented. Her mm -hmm. style is very like, it's not, it would be considered mask, but it's not like an aggressive kind of mask. It's just kind of like, I wear like cargo shorts and like, you know, just t-shirts that don't fit me or like sweatpants or like whatever, or like mm -hmm. nothing that's like really form fitting or whatever. So it's like her style and she'll wear like makeup and she has like long hair and stuff like that. So her style is more like, like I saw this distinction online. It's more like a, maybe like a soft stud or like a you know non-gendered kind of like style rather than like femme hyper femme or like hyper mask which i if feel I, like i relate to i think the screenshots and like stuff i've seen as zendaya's outfits in the show uh mm -hmm. she would be described like back in the day like in the 90s like a tomboy kind of thing yeah it's, yeah it's giving very yeah. simple tomboy you know like nothing yeah. super like in either extreme just very tomboy yeah yeah and like i appreciate that because i think for like in other kind of representations of like women that are queer it's usually like either very like you can tell that it's mask or you can tell that it's like hyper femme you know yeah it, like um, i said before, it's very overt um it's the yeah, same thing yeah. with like gay men representation they're Agreed. either like hyper masculine or like flamboyant queens mm -hmm. so yeah and that's why i appreciate also 
on that same vein for that same reason, I appreciate the the queer character and or the lesbian. No, she's queer. Um, the queer character in Atypical because she's she also dresses like very tomboy. Like she'll have like mm-hmm. these crop dusts and stuff like that, but it's like the fit and like the cut and like what she'll wear and the way she wears it, the patterns that she's wearing, like it's giving very tomboy. It's not giving like oh hyper femme or hyper mask, which I really appreciate because I feel like that's the kind of you know looks that I and aesthetic that I gravitate towards and that I feel like you know I like for myself too. But with Jules, um, I feel like even though Jules is a trans woman, I feel like watching her interact with the way she interacts with men and you know kind of her because okay in season one jules um her character in season one she's like presented as like um like okay the voiceover says like word for word it's like oh by the time like jules has become like 16 honestly she was kind of a slut like that's how she's presented but there's like to be 16 in that show yeah 16? Well, around that age, they're like now 17. Most of, I think most of the characters are 17, 18. When all the actors are like 25 and 26. Yeah, okay. literally. I think Why the youngest they... act- actor on that show is like 23. Why is it said in like high school or like with 17 year olds? You know Hollywood and being creepy. Hollywood yeah. is creepy. That's why yeah. you see. This is why it's like, how come it's like the representation sucks? Because Hollywood's creepy. Let's yeah. Uh, but continue. there's so many I, creepy things about that show. Honestly, like honest <laughs> to God. But you know. <laughs> <laughs> but so when she's presented in that way, and then she kind of, you know, in season one, she's seen as like this. She dresses like very, very hyper femme. So it's like tennis skirts very like um warm colors pink colors like red colors like um crop tops and things like that and then by the end of season one she has an experience with like a guy of course he's like super creepy and like sucks and i hate him Um, and and she starts dating rue like well actually at the beginning of season two she starts dating rue but either way going through that experience of just like getting disappointed by like um that guy is just like the last straw because it was so it was like a really really big disappointment it wasn't just like oh he ghosted me and like whatever it's like he actually fucking sucked so when season two starts she like goes through this kind of like aesthetic change where like she changes from like being hyper femme to kind of being more like a gender neutral i would say like i i wouldn't even call it tomboy but it's very it's more um it's more muted it looks more mature it's like a little less like hyper feminine stuff like that and even in the way that like she'll talk about um her relationship with like men but also like the girlfriend that she has and like things like that like it's just the details that she's talking about and it's relatable at least for me and my experience okay. like okay. i know i explained this to you before but there's a part where <clears throat> she's talking to this guy and then the guy is like they're talking about like her dating history and then mm-hmm. she's like, she's saying, oh, I'm not really into men anymore. And we had this conversation that, like, I, no, like, yeah. I understood it in want, a different way. Do you want to go into that? Do you want to go into that? I'll explain it, like, briefly. But basically, it's a, there's a part where, like, Jules, basically her whole entire dating history is, like, with men. And then that whole, like, bad experience with, with that one guy, like, happens. So then she stops. She says um, in that conversation, she's like, I'm not dating men anymore. Like, I'm not doing that. And at that time, she's dating Rue, who's like her girlfriend. Mm-hmm. So then later on, I mean, problematic. But Jules ends up like kissing 
this other guy who's like their friend, right? So she cheats mm-hmm. on Rue. But a lot of people, <laughs> a lot of people on TikTok were saying like, you know, how come Rue was saying, I mean, Jules was saying that like she wasn't into guys anymore, but she's kissing this guy. And then I was sitting there and I was like, I was talking about it with my cousin. I'm like, how are people not getting that? Like when Jules is saying that she doesn't want to date men anymore, it means that she doesn't want to involve herself with the patriarchy and like the power dynamic and like the toxicity of like dating men. This goes back to their previous episode. This is about like man hating and like you could say that, but like that doesn't come across to like most people. I know, but that's why like, <laughs> the girls that get it get it, and the girls that don't don't like it's the like it's, it's and that's the what vibe. I mean. Like, it's the vibe, like, <laughs> and I feel like there's a lot like when you know it's like a good queer character, the people that like relate specifically to that character will be like, "That's me on the screen," like this is my experience. But everybody else is going to be like, "I've never heard of this, and this is not my life," and like, "What the fuck?" Like, I don't get it, you know. So that's how I know it's good. Like, I feel like it's relatable to like a good, like a number of people, mm-hmm. you know? The that's last thing saying. I wanted to say is to give it validity. Uh-huh. Hunter Schaefer has been a writer for different episodes on that show. Um, and Hunter Schaefer, if like, you probably don't know, but she's an actual like trans woman, right? And okay. I think she transitioned like in her teens. Um, I think, I'm not sure, but um she came out on Twitter at some point as like a lesbian. And then I think like maybe a year or two later, she like rectified it and she was like, no, actually I'm probably like buyer pan or something. And I feel, I understand the perspective of like navigating, you know, desiring men and then kind of feeling like a part of it is compet, but then another part of it is like genuine desire, but like you can't tell which is which. And then mm. try like women and then the, attraction feels so much different and then you're so frustrated with like the experience of like dating men that you're like oh i don't want that toxicity like anymore i don't want these bad experiences in my life anymore but there's still attraction to like a man right and it happens every so often so i don't know like when i saw at least when i saw her kissing that man after saying that she wouldn't date a man i was like okay she obviously thinks that like she feels safe with him because i've done that in my life when i've been like Oh, I'm not gonna date a man anymore. And then, like, if I meet a guy, and, and then you and, meet like, a guy, kiss I'll kiss him. You know. <laughs> I okay. I understand that's your experience, but I also yeah. understand that it sounds hypocritical. Uh, because there's a lot of nuance behind that three-word sentence. That but said, that's what I—that's I, what I mean. Like, it's kind of like don't, uh-huh. the queer experience is not this like oh today. I like I've realized that I'm a lesbian and I will never ever be with a man ever again. Um, it's like even if you never date a man again, it's like you still can experience like the societal um approval of like being with a man or being seen with a man or like whatever it is, and you might still want that societal approval, even if you're not attracted to them anymore. And it's like there's a much more nuance to it than just being like, oh, this is who I am, and all I'm gonna do is like date women and like that's it, you know. Even in the show yeah. mm-hmm. that I was watching yesterday, that show is called Harlem. The black queer um, or the black lesbian, she was dating like a white woman, and then she was saying that like, um, and sh- and her sh- in the show, she is portrayed as like this character who has um, who is the CEO of like a dating app for POC. So, mm-hmm. but she was saying that like there's a she feels like there's a conflict of interest 
between her being like the CEO of like a dating app for POC and dating like a white woman. And I get what she's talking about because it's like, it's in direct conflict of, of each other. And like, you also have to deal with like the fact that like, so many, <laughs> it goes into so many things. Long story short, there's a lot more nuance to it. It's not just like, oh, two girls kissing and like everybody's happy. Okay. All the queers are happy. Everybody's clapping. Like, you know, there's much more to making like a character Okay, okay. out a character to make them like so, realistic. I want to pose, do you mm-hmm. think that that nuance makes it good queer representation? Because I saw a, a like a whole video essay about like what is considered good queer representation. And mm-hmm. it is that idea of like, it does seem, because it's very hard to like find good queer representation because we want to represent good queers that are not mm-hmm. complex, that seem like profitable, you know, like uh, mm-hmm. your love Simons and that kind of stuff that's mm-hmm, like the mm-hmm. sanitized, like happy ending kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing is like most queer experiences want are like not like that at all. Like most is mm-hmm. like tumultuous, complicated, just like inter- heartbreaking, devastating. Heartbreaking. But another frustrating, and it's like, do you think that, okay, but do you think like you like that kind of representation that's a lot more that the nuanced is there, like to to a degree, to a certain degree. Because it's to like I understand. I understand the appeal. Like, oh, I could represent because I've been in that kind of like space or situation. Well, you can, mm-hmm. but it's like sometimes it's like the thing is is like I feel like sometimes that queer representation is so like it's based on like small groups of people or like subsets of the queer community that like I haven't found an actual representation that I could be like oh I'm like that person I don't think I have I think to be honest I don't feel like I don't have a favorite one all of it has a place in my heart like it's not like I'm like oh I want like the 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 deep queer character who's like you know has nuance of the wazoo and it's like so many metaphors and like you know there's a whole you have to dissect the character to like really get it. Like I, I don't care. It's like, or I do care, but like not enough to be like, oh, this is how it needs to be. I just want to see it. I just want to yeah. feel like there's actually somebody who's like gay or like queer who's writing these characters, because yeah, that's the, like it you doesn't, that... you know, like I okay, appreciate so, all of it. Uh, I I understand that, but that is like. Another issue, it's like, it's very obvious when it comes to queer representation that they're most of the time not written by queer people. Mm-hmm. They're most of the time written by like some straight straight person. Uh, mm-hmm. Actually, the, the video essay I said that a lot of queer media, especially uh, gay man media, is mm-hmm. written by straight women. Uh, I mean, I'll- yeah. <laughs> Well, okay, why why is that your response? Because okay, we had this conversation where like I was telling you like I think you asked me like what are the kind of like kinds of like gay men that I've seen on TV, and it's yeah. like I think I at the time like I I mean I don't remember what I said at the time, but like literally right now all I'm thinking about is like drag queens or yeah. like yesified like men that yeah. are like the best friends, <laughs> and then that's it. You know, like all they do is like yes and like. That's it. And they don't have a life in their own. And they're, like, kind of a little bit annoying and, like, super mm-hmm. sassy and, like, sarcastic. And, like, that's it. That's You can expect it. It's, like, to a T. It's the template, you know? 
It is so like, frustrating. It's so obvious that like somebody's like, ooh, if this was my like sassy gay best friend, like this is how we would be, you know? <sighs> and I'm I not saying that, that there are gay men like that, but not no, there's all nothing of them wrong are with like that. that. <laughs> no, not all of them are like that. <laughs> like, um because the queer representation that okay, so like you were talking about your and I, I do think that there's more uh at least there's an a rise and like more dynamic lesbian res- representation. Oh yeah, gay because men. Before the way, it was yours. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Before it was like they were barely there, and if they were, they it was offensive. Um, but I feel like gay men representation hasn't really changed since like yeah. the early two thousands. Honestly, <laughs> it's very like it's giving. Like, they haven't changed since Brokeback Mountain, let's be honest. It's the same kind of, like, it's, like, Brokeback Mountain is a nice story, but it, it's, like, and that's another thing with, like, gay representation. Like, it ends in a hate crime, or it ends with yes. them dying by AIDS. Yes. Like, is that necessary? Oh, my God. I, like, I was, Ugh. like, the idea is, like, either we're the sidekick best friend who isn't part of the main plot, or we're mm-hmm. a tragic figure that's gonna die a sad death. And yeah. it's the barrier gaze trope, which is like, oh, we love to see it. We love to see dead. <laughs> You're the LGBT representation dying. Like, I think it's almost as like the standard for me is so low for gay representation mm-hmm. that it's like if they like, I personally don't think euphoria is it because it's like a problematic and stuff like that. But like, as long as there's no queer person that dies, it passes the test for me. And at the end of the day, <laughs> At the end of the day, this might be, like, a problematic take or whatever, but I'll take a euphoria. I, like, it's, like, I get, and this is the thing, I understand. There are so many things about that show that makes it creepy. The writer, creepy. (laughs) (laughs) Problematic things of the wazoo. These teenagers should not be living this life. Yes, to all of this and more. But at the same time, (laughs) when am I ever going to see, like, what like what is the next time that I'm going to see a trans woman kissing like a cis tomboy like woman and then they're actually mm-hmm. like you know it and it's shown this is my thing about euphoria it portrays like all of the butterflies and like all of the feelings that you get with when you're with someone mm-hmm. and you really like them like I feel like and like I feel like it portrays that and I'm like this is it this is the thing like, this is how I experienced my crushes for, like, somebody who was, like, not a man, right? And that's what makes it so nice when I see those scenes where it's, like, you know, every couple of episodes and, like, they're kissing and I'm, like, oh, my God, this is great. You know? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you showed me a clip day, where they kiss. Yeah. This is, like, like our friend. Like, you showed me. It's, like, Andrew, you have to see this clip. And then she shows me, like, I think when, like, Rue and Jules kisses for the first time. And I'm just there, like, okay. It's a, nice, it's a nice scene. It's a nice setting. Mm-hmm. And then I look at, like, we're, like, on Zoom and, like, noms. It's just, like, eyes covered. <laughs> like, honestly, having, like, gay panic. And it's, like... <laughs> that's and I'm, the like, thing! That's the thing! <laughs> that's, wow. that's what makes it's, it like, so it's nice. A nice kiss, but I don't think it needs to give you an existential crisis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Um, so it's, it's, at least it's like, there's that, but it is frustrating that like, 
when it comes to like queer representation, there's always like one character and like, that's the only thing is because I'm trying, I'm like, I'm going through like the list of shows and why I don't like them. And just because they mm-hmm. have one gay character or like they're centered around gay things mm-hmm. isn't good. Uh, one show I really hate is Shameless. Mm. Uh, and they I have a queer character. It. Yeah. It's, oh, it's like, but I know I, about I, him I though. Don't they like yeah. hit each other or something? They go to jail together. <laughs> it's like not it's so goals. <laughs> it's so problematic and it's like i can't stand that show because they're all very unlikable people but it's like there's queer representation in it mm-hmm. um what are the like other every time i think of like queer representation though I, I i don't watch a lot of shows but i think i stopped watching shows because it's like when i started looking for like queer representation and it was so disappointing. And maybe there's more representation now, but I'm just sort of like, eh. It's, it's already kind of, like... It's like, hit or miss, eh. to be honest. Yeah, it is it's, hit or miss. It's a bit I, hit or miss. And it's like, I ha- so I have to really like the show as itself for me to even like find that representation because it's like, again, let me... It's like shows that are like... I guess it's like... <sighs> Rent, the play, is another one that comes mm. to mind that is like supposed to be the queer show, but everybody in the show has AIDS. Like that is the premise. <laughs> Have you seen Rent? No. It is like yeah, of its time. <laughs> it is of its time. I give you that. Yikes. Uh, and the premise is like, it's like three couples and a white guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and one couple is a guy and a girl, uh, Mimi and I forget his name. They both have AIDS. Um, another is a gay couple. They have AIDS. And then there's a lesbian couple who doesn't have AIDS. But it's the one of them is a bisexual and she's hypersexualized and she's like that t- bisexual trope. And then the other is um, her lesbian, hardworking girlfriend. Oh. Uh, and the premise is just this, like them living in New York trying to like make it through survive. without having to survive without any money. When reality, I think the only people who don't have money, like legitimately don't have money, is like the gay couple. Um, mm. Well, everybody are like doing the starving artist kind of thing. I uh, see. And the people that die is uh, the gay ones. So there you go. <laughs> well, everybody has AIDS. <laughs> there, I feel like there should be, but this is rent. Everybody has yeah. like half the cast has AIDS, and the one person who dies is um the the like the the cross-dressing gay person who so so yeah I, again okay qu- it's like and like that's the standard for me is like does a gay person die yeah yeah okay then it's not good representation <laughs> <laughs> you know you know what like at some point i noticed a pattern where it was like either like you know like you said like the person like you know one of the people like die um or it ends in like really bad like heartbreak yes and but the heartbreak is because they're gay like it's because they're queer you get what i'm saying it's not because they're incompatible or because of like life circumstances or because like that's how relationships go sometimes it's specifically because they're gay um Mm -hmm. or they're going to get like killed because they're like together or something like that Mm -hmm. and i think um to bring it back to euphoria 
I think the refreshing <laughs> part. <laughs> so take a drink whenever we talk about euphoria. <laughs> I think the refreshing part about euphoria is that they're shown, Rue and Jules are shown as very, very flawed people. And it's not because they're gay. It's not because they're queer. Okay, you know? I like that. Like their relationship is most likely going to fall apart, but it's not because their family is like homophobic or the town is going to like, kill them or mm -hmm. they have like internalized homophobia that they just can't get past or whatever they have like other issues that other like you know straight people also have and and i feel like that's the thing like it's like yes a lot of times like you know we have to deal with like internalized homophobia or like you know not being safe in certain areas or certain like settings but not every single time sometimes it's genuinely like you're not connecting with the person in the way that you should be in order for the relationship to to you know uh continue or thrive or whatever and i feel like that's the piece that like a lot of queer representation quote unquote is like missing mm -hmm. um where it doesn't really show it's like everything about the characters about them being gay every single thing yes, it's like it they're eating a burger because they're gay yeah um, you know they they somehow like make do they walk down the street gay they eat yeah. burgers gay they yeah. um <laughs> And they wear gay things. Yep. Um, I, and again, it's like the yassification of everything. And part of me, yeah. so it's like, it's kind of frustrating because it's like, I want more authentic queer representation, but honestly, I don't know how that would even be because it's like a, it's like a chicken or the egg scenario because some people model themselves of what they see on media, but what they mm. see on media, it's either the tragic gay story, which we're like, fuck that. We're not, we don't have AIDS and we're not going to get lynched. Mm -hmm. um but the other option is generally like you know hyper sexualized or hyper feminine or hyper masculine of any variety so it doesn't but lend I, itself. yeah i disagree because i don't okay. think it's i don't i mean like i feel like queer people have still been able to like exist without having like authentic representation of like who yeah they, they, are, they existed you know? for a very long time without authentic yeah. representation so I think when a show takes like, you know, an actual person who's like gay, which, by the way, Hunter Schaefer again, trans woman, um, and um, atypical, the actress or the uh, the queer like teenager is played by somebody who's like non-binary in like real life. So when I feel like those people, like those those um, characters are played by people who are actually queer who move like they're queer and like, you know, have input into the show's writing or like even just saying like, oh, actually, you know, I this feels more natural to me because this is what I do in my regular life, not this. And just the fact that they're a queer person, like that already shows authenticity, you know? It doesn't have to be like everything that they do is like the monolith for like queer people. But mm. I think a lot of times like, especially like, I, I think like this has been like my experience when I go on TikTok, like, a lot of times people are thinking the same thing. People are acting the same way, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's like when you see a character and, you know, you have like a couple things in common with them, there are things that they're going to do um, that you're bound to relate to just because you have like, you know, a few things like in common with them. So I, I don't I think it's like a chicken or the egg. Like I think we're at a point where like it's, there's an obvious difference when it's a character who lives like a queer lifestyle or like a gay lifestyle and like they're portraying a character who is also queer gay like whatever 
I guess. I think what I'm thinking of is like, it's not like a chicken or the egg scenario. It's more like I want the ball rolling so it becomes more normalized. I mean, like, yeah. in Florida, I get what you're saying. they just passed the, or not passed, but like DeSantis did the whole don't say gay bill. So there is still that like political push to mm-hmm. like ostracize the LGBT community. And it's like, mm-hmm. I don't know if like normalizing, I don't know how to combat that. Besides, yeah. like, voting um, non-homophobes <laughs> onto the thing, yeah. you know, bare minimal. Mm-hmm. But it is kind of frustrating that I want, like, to be normalized. Because it's, like, in queer circles, yes, the representation, and we know how to exist. But it's, like, overwhelmingly, uh, the straight population don't get it. Like, I hang around a lot of straight people. They don't get it. And it's frustrating. Mm-hmm. They 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 operate on misinformation and they vote on misinformation so it's like it's like that idea like no matter how you could explain trans to a straight person or just homosexuality the basics mm-hmm. they'll be mm-hmm. like but like and it's just yeah. it's just frustrating and it's like part of it is like their only representation that they've seen is what they've seen on Netflix um mm-hmm. the only trans person most straight people know is caitlin jenner um so <laughs> it's true it's frustrating but it's true yeah uh so no i get what you're saying for sure and i think it's like that's what i wanted more normalized uh lgbt representation on like shows and stuff just so you know your like uncle doesn't say or like at least puts into, hey, I saw this show with Euphoria that had that Zimbalea or whatever. Zimbalea? <laughs> <laughs> yes. It like, uh, uh, d- d- kissing um this other girl. Like, what's that about? And then, you know, start a dialogue. Um, mm-hmm. And then maybe they'll start, like, the wheels turning. You know, I've seen that also happen with straight people that it's like, mm-hmm. when they start seeing it more regular, they'll, they'll either have two responses and then you know where they're standing from. They either think there's a gay agenda pushing lgbt shit or they'll be like huh so you're one of those gays can you explain things to me (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) can you give me the rundown rundown of what this lgbt thing is about and it's like okay (laughs) um (laughs) but that's my uh idea Uh, another show that i was thinking shit's creep it's funny and, okay. I've heard yeah. of it, but I haven't watched it. It's funny. And it's like, you know, one show that like actually was good, I think around the Shit's Creek, like maybe era, Degrassi. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever seen it. Degrassi's old. Yeah, but like the original Degrassi, like before oh, they did all the fucking like stupid reboots. old. Yeah. But <laughs> it's like to be when honest, I was a teenager. Yeah. But I think, okay, I think your generation, I probably didn't watch it because, like, the generation, like, that had, like, that had Drake, I knew yeah. of it, but I don't know the characters that well. I knew the generation after. So, mm-hmm. in the generation after, there was a trans guy. There were, I think, like, maybe a couple of people that were, like, Yeah, Degrassi queer, was like, end of its time. Like, it would yeah, have a lot to be like, honest. I, I didn't, like, watch it because it wasn't, like, my type of show, but it was, like, yeah. it was the show that was, like, oh, there were school shootings before it was, like, mm, super yeah, all yeah. over the place and, like, had LGBT stuff and crazy But TBH? Facts. Yeah, yeah you know? facts. Um, but, okay. So, 
I think that's what I want when it comes to like representation. Like I'm thinking about it now and it's this idea like it's frustrating. I'm trying to think like what's good like so is there anybody in queer media at all that you identify the most with? Is it is it Jewel is it Rue or Jules or anything? Or is it somebody else? I wouldn't else? say because I, I thought a couple. I like I said, I really like Yuri and Ice because it's centered around but another uh gay relationship and we should probably like pivot to like other forms of media because mm. it's like I was gonna say Oh like books. Oh yeah. check please. Yes! Oh my god, check please. <laughs> <laughs> that was what I was gonna say. Like I was thinking yeah. and the way that like Jack and Biddle is like peak Capricorn cancer no, it's relationship. So, it's so cute. It's so it cute. Is the, it's so cute. Like I honestly identify with that kind of relationship. Like I would want that kind of I guess it would be Jack yeah. in that scenario. Yeah. Like you but, would be Jack? That makes sense. Yeah, like I would be the mature like person and then like kind of like subdued and then you have like yeah. somebody who's like your fan fanboy. But then again, I'm not like super masked because he was an athlete, but I was be yeah. like sad. It's the but vibe. It's, it's the vibe. It's the vibe. And yeah. I I think I identify with that. I love that. That's a good yeah, like yeah. webcomic. Very, very cute. And you know, <laughs> Also have, like, written by a, a woman tirade. too. <laughs> what? It's, it was it was written by a woman, was it not? I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, <laughs> women <laughs> saving the day. <laughs> they're out there doing the work. Yeah, they're doing, doing all the queer representation. <laughs> what were you gonna say? You were saying you're gonna go on a tirade. Um, <laughs> I was gonna say. I think I never said this to you before, but around the time that I was reading Check Please, I so desperately wanted to find an equivalent for like girls or like non-binary people um you know or like yeah there like, isn't one i i haven't looked in a couple years but i remember looking at the time and i think the ones that i found didn't really hit the same way that like check please like hit because mm. there's a certain level of like like check please feels real it feels it like does. something that could actually happen in real life, you know? Like, that is, a, like, that yeah. is like, my dream. Like, yeah, there's plenty of gay panic in it. But the way that I was, yeah. like, the way that it was, like, who gives a fuck about gay panic? Let's be together. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Very way cute. He yes, uh, when I, they kissed, I was, like, oh. Uh, uh, I was just, like, <laughs> this, like, this is, I'm I'm hooked. I want to reread yeah. it just because I <laughs> Yeah, you should. Um, yeah. But... It's that kind of rip like I feel like that is the most like that's like if I want to say like gives me like an, a vision of like me my cynical Capricorn ass that doesn't believe in love like yeah. but I believe in that kind of <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. um I get it is there good like alternative forms of lesbian I mean I was thinking I'm like honestly this whole episode is just, like do you remember like this show and then like. Another interesting representation that's old is Sailor Moon, because uh, Uranus I, and Neptune are, yeah, is a gay couple. I've never couple. seen it. Uh, I've never uh, seen it, but I did. I have a cousin who's like, she was rewatching it, and she was saying that like there was a bunch of other problematic things with it because you know of it's course. a show from it's, the nineties, right? It's from the nineties, yeah. Yeah, it's from the nineties. There, yeah. there's bound to be, you know, yeah, there's problematic stuff. things. Yeah. So uh, I, but I never watched it as a kid, and to be honest, I think there's some I'm. I do feel like I'm the kind of person that, like, if I didn't watch a cartoon as a kid, it's very hard for me You're to not gonna watch it, it as an adult. Yeah, yeah. I get it. Um, yeah. The nostalgia is not there, so you'll be more focused on, like, the problematic issues. Yeah, for sure. Uh, like, I'll be like, where's the plot? Where's the, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Sailor Moon doesn't have plot most of the time. You have to go through like 30 yeah. episodes of like filler and then you're like, oh, there's plot. Okay, there we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think. <sighs> but, okay, let me. Because the thing is, I think at the time when I was looking for like a, a lesbian, yes. like big comic. Mm. I think I did find one, but it was more like the types that I would find was more like magical girl, you know. It was kind mm. of like, eth like ethereal, kind of like fantasy, well, magical girl. I'll, it wasn't I'll, in reality, you know. I think that because a lot of like sapphic and lesbian, like because media is very much inspired by stuff like Sailor Moon and magical girl shows, like um. Revolutionary Girl Utena, that's an mm, old anime, I've heard which of it. is, it's like, um, it's about a, a school student who aspires, she aspires to be a prince, to be like the, the hero of the story, and that's what it's about, mm -hmm. and they, mm -hmm. she does, enters like a tournament thing to fight for like, a, the princess, which is a girl, cool. and she's like, so it's very like, romantic between the two of them, mm -hmm. um, but a lot of like, sapphic stuff, that's why like, or is like inspired by like Sailor Moon, yeah. like Steven Universe has a lot of references to those shows. I see. Uh, and a lot of like modern, uh, like comic books and cartoons and animes that are more sapphic or le not lesbian, but like female centered have mm -hmm. that like uh, inspiration of the style the outfits the movements uh yeah of like the a bombastic main lead girl who's gonna declare yeah, yeah. um yeah so I, I could see why you're like that's mm -hmm. what you could only find yeah <laughs> i mean like and uh, i don't i don't know like i i mean you know i love a fantasy girl kind of you know character but i really still want like something realistic that i can be like this is what it's like to date a girl like i feel like i don't have the that example of like how it would be to realistically date a girl but i do remember there was one comic that i found but it's not really like it's not really thick it's like kind of you know like a thin yeah. little thing but um it's called actually i don't remember it's like something vinyl Heavy vinyl, I think, mm. but it's about this girl, um, and I think she's like graduating high school and going to college, and she is looking for like a part-time job. She's really into music, and she applies to be like a clerk or to work at uh, a record mm -hmm. shop. And then the record shops that she goes to, it's like a group of girls that are already friends, um, mm -hmm. and then there's one that she has a crush on. But of course, it's like two white girls, right? Of course, so. Mm -hmm. Mm, still but still like when i was watching her like go through like gay panic of like asking her out and like you know being around her and just like anything she would do like she would be like oh my god that's so attractive like i get it but at the same time like i i want to see i want I to see it. i'm trying to think POC. Like, do do i actually oh poc you want specific Ooh, that's extra hard i'm yeah. so sorry yeah, the way that like white women has pretty much cornered the literally LGBT a choke comic a choke <laughs> of the LGBT. <laughs> like I realized that, and even though I was gonna say like, is there good like that kind of and oh my god, check please, 
does give me the same kind of vibes of like the gay panic of like the same like every gay man goes through this spirit phase yeah of like yeah. you know use like oh am i having a crush on my straight friend i'm an idiot i'm so stupid yeah mm-hmm. but then you know, i'm course, gonna mess up everything i'm just a fucking moron just falling in love for somebody who would never love me back thank god he loved mm. me back <laughs> i know right oh my god i literally jack was so stereotypically like straight looking i was like what if he like rejects him and like he's like he like outs him too and like he calls him like a slur well, i was like what the fuck we love yeah, i was really scared uh, it's like the bet he didn't oh my god but the way that white women have a chokehold on this <laughs> I, the way that you're just like can i see somebody poc and it's like oh no girl. absolutely not <laughs> i mean i think maybe there's like stuff in the works now like sometimes on yeah. tiktok i'll see like an advertisement or something like that yeah um, yeah me too but but it's few and far between like to find yeah. a poc person that's lgbt but authentic lgbt and not something that just seems like check the boxes yeah, yeah. <laughs> i don't I know think- i don't know <laughs> as much as we love representation sometimes representation for the sake of representation just rings hollow like but that's the thing it has to, like i guess <laughs> you know how, like in straight media there's like actual genuine stuff that like gets awards or like actual genuine stuff that like people watches and then they're like hallmark movies yeah (laughs) i feel like a lot of ours are just like our hallmark movie movies like where you just kind of like throw them away or like you only like keep them Mm -hmm. as like you play them on the background or something yeah um which is fine but uh, like i just i just i want it to be more i just want it to be more like in every single way you know yeah um, I think we're, there is the trend of it becoming more. Like, I think yeah. it is. But um, it is kind of oh. like, I'm trying to, yes? I have a question. Yes. What do you think of actors who haven't, like, who are straight, like, passing, let's say? We're assuming that these actors are straight in real life. Um, but they play like a gay character. Is is like Zendaya straight passing? Well, yeah, honestly, yeah. Well, I don't know. It's acting. She's doing. I it's I don't count Zendaya. I don't count Zendaya because honestly, there's some. <laughs> she's she's just doing a good job at her. <laughs> but no, it's not that. It's like uh-huh. when I was growing up, the way that she would dress when she was like a teen. That's how I dress. <laughs> honestly, so. Are you saying something? <laughs> I'm not saying anything. I'm just I'm uh, just waiting patiently. I'm just no words. What is my opinion of non-LGBT people playing LGBT people? Um I mean or like there's been people, let's say. There is like there is um that's a big controversy in Hollywood though. Uh yeah. there's always pushback whenever that happens. Um one big example is the Danish girl. Where they got what's oh, this? Oh yeah. But they got a non. What's yeah, but they, I know I what you're talking about. Uh, the, uh, but that was a huge pushback. Why didn't, couldn't they get a trans person to do it? Um, I mean, fair. Like, um, even though, even though the actor did a good job, fair. Yeah, of course. But that, that's the whole idea. It's like when we already have like actors that are of the LGBT, but yet. Mm-hmm they're still using non and my opinion about it is like you know the same way i have an opinion on any industry um in mm-hmm. general like engineering or big 
they're not going to go out of their comfort zone. They're going to go through the same pool of people they've been using this whole time. I'm not expecting yeah. like Hollywood or any kind of like the media big in this country to change. You think they're going to, even if they're trying to be more progressive, I'm like, that's just what they do. It's fucked up, but it is I what think, they do. You know, on that same vein, like that's why, for example, like Zendaya's role, I kid you not, like the writer and director who are like, they're the same people, but like, he didn't have auditions for Rue. He was like, I want Zendaya specifically. He didn't even have auditions for like different types. Yeah. He was like, I choose you. You know? I mean, some like and directors I feel like so and many stuff times like that, that happens. They write with a certain person in mind and I guess they chose yeah. Zendaya. And I mean, okay. like he had a vision and like, you know, whatever. Um, but I think a lot of the times like that does happen where like, you know, they're already picturing the big actor that has already made it who can bring life to their character yeah i mean it's it's a it's an art i could give you that and to play somebody that you don't necessarily have lived their experience but still make it seem authentic Mm -hmm. i mean that deserves applause i give it that yeah but i'm also like they're not gonna they're not gonna go out of their 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 sight of their vision of like who they already know like you know it's a tight-knit industry um, I do want to mention like one movie though. Okay. Um, but you haven't seen it. Um, it's I haven't seen a lot of things. Uh, Isn't that like, do you like it? I, I, I haven't seen it because there's a huge age gap between the two and then it ends sad. So I don't know. <laughs> it's not, I mean, nobody dies. Okay, yeah. that's good. Um, but <laughs> to be honest, I was I was in my um I was like if I was in my if it's queer I'll watch it era. Yeah. So I mean which I still am in, but I was like reckless back then. Like I was like if somebody's queer, if anybody's queer, I'll watch it. You know, I, I really didn't care. Um and it was airing on like the Miami like film festival. So then I invited mm. a friend, we went to go see it like for the premiere. I really had no idea what it was going to be about. And it was about like this you know, young 17 Italian boy or Italian mm-hmm. man, because he's of age in Europe. Um, oh, in Europe. But yeah. So Italian man, um, you know, and he's vacationing with his parents, like in the summer and the Italian like countryside. And his parent, his dad is a professor every year, every summer, he invites a grad student to stay with him in Italy. He's like an art history, like professor. So they dig up like um, you know, statues and whatever. It's just good to have the grad student there. So the grad mm-hmm. student that comes, um, he's like, of course, a grad student. So he's probably like, I want to say, I mean, like, I'm a grad student, you know? So it's like, what is it, like 25, you know? Hmm. Tw- 25 to like 28 or maybe 20, later. So 25 it's a, it's to ambiguous. 17-year-old. Yeah. It's, okay. It's I mean, I'm not going to judge, but I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I will say the one thing that I liked because I really, really liked that movie. And now it's like liked. I loved it at the time that it came out. But I didn't love it because of the pairing per se. But it was more like because (laughs) the thing is, there were two guys and Timothy, Timothy Chalamet, obviously, um, he's the dating girl. So like he's straight passing. Yeah, he's the seven. Oh. He's the young seventeen-year-old. Yeah, oh, and okay. when I tell you, he puts his whole bussy into that role. Like it's so good. It's so his good. It's so believable. Bussy. I can't believe you said the- that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a trend that I think is very annoying. Him a bussy. Feel- the, the, I get. I feel old when I hear you. <laughs> the bussy suffix to everything, and it's like God. 
it's okay. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, so he has been like dating girls like so far. So I, I mean, he hasn't. I don't think he's really talked about like his sexuality, but he's straight passing or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. and then the other guy, he is not gay. He's like married to his. He he was like married to like he had like a wife at the time. Yeah, two straight but, actors. Straight, you know, but the guy with the wife was like so like flat like his performance was just like so flat you know not very not it wasn't giving anything at least not for me but timmy oh my god or i call him timmy his name is timothy (laughs) 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 you see this is how much i talk about him like to my friends because like i I literally just call him timmy (laughs) okay i literally just call him timmy but like he was so good because like i mean just as an actor he's just very like his emotions are like very on the surface, you know? Mm-hmm. And I don't mean like, oh, he's two seconds from like crying, but it's like you can see it's like when you're watching a movie and you're watching a show, there's never a time when I'm watching Timmy like act and I'm like, oh, he's acting. That never comes to mind. Like it just it's so immersive the way that he like That's portrays good. like a character. So it's like, yeah, he's like straight passing or whatever, but it's like the whole gay panic thing and like feeling shy around like your crush and like even when they were about to be like intimate it's like the way he was acting around him like all of it was so believable it's like i i was sitting there and i was like how is timmy not gay like the way he was showing attraction to this <laughs> man i was like timmy i was like bro what do you mean <laughs> you know for a really long time i was like this oh, man's gay i'm just waiting man, for him to come out he's you know just a but good now actor. i've digressed you know he's just an um, actor um so but yeah like so so good and like for a really long time like that was like the movie that i would watch when i would be like you know this is what uh this is what when you're growing up um and you're like and you're like this is again it's that feeling of like this is how i felt when i was getting my first few crushes and that was like around like my late teens like early 20s got it got it got it yeah and like i was like this feels very very authentic and like i can Hmm. definitely relate to this and it felt good like it it goes back to like that's what good representation it's not like the fact that they're there but the fact that it's like the experience and it's not like the tragic experience because i don't think nowadays we're getting to the whole like you know, gonna get hate crimes or have AIDS. Yeah, Not most I mean, of us. Well, <laughs> well, we don't want to experience that anyway. That's true. That's true. Very but true. what's more natural is more like gay panic and like crushing yeah. on somebody that you don't even know that's gonna reciprocate because you mm-hmm. know you're probably not compatible. So mm-hmm. I understand like good representation. At least it's like ones that I can identify has that factor. Has that like, no, it's not like, yes, queen, I am your gay neighbor to mm-hmm. come and make you pick you up after your breakup. And I'm like, no, yeah. I don't do that. And Third I would away. be like, yeah. bitch. <laughs> but um, I understand like that. Uh, is there mm-hmm. any other medias that we, you want? I haven't talked about video games. Shit. Ooh. Uh, yeah, uh, you you said that you were like thinking about it. Were you? I mean, we, we talked about like certain games that you could choose to be gay. Like yes, a, that like a Stardew that, Valley. Like yes, yeah, Stardew Valley is an example <laughs> of that. Like a lot of like I'm a gay more, but a lot of games tend <laughs> to go the um, tend to go the route of like plausible deniability. Like you know how mm. like the shitty representation because it's like it's an option to be gay in some mm-hmm. like in most odd things because um 
A, the gaming industry is predominantly straight men. So they yeah. don't want to see that gay shit. But, you know, there's a growing LGBT uh, fan base when it comes to gaming. So there's, mm-hmm. a, there's games that are like Stardew Valley that they'll give you the option that you can marry somebody same sex. Um, one example who's been doing it for a while now are the old Bioware games. They're old now because they're like from 2015. But they're mm-hmm. the Mass Effect series and the Dragon oh. Age series. They're okay. both always had like LGBT res- representation. Um, I think mm-hmm. the first one they did was Mass Effect, or was it? Because Mass Effect, it's like a space, like travel, yeah. aliens, and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. they have a whole race which is just women. Um, mm. They they are matriarchal. There's no men in their race. They could reproduce. Uh, with anybody, they can reproduce wow. with each other or with any race. So they're all so they're like um, uh, they have a very like they're all pansexual. Uh, oh they God. don't. It's not like they don't care. Uh, but they're always like paired up with like somebody. And mm-hmm. a couple of the you're in Mass Effect. You are the captain of a ship, uh, the commander of a ship, Commander mm-hmm. Shepard. And uh, you could be a man or a woman, and uh, the alien race, which are called the Asari, you have one in your crew that you could romance, who like mm. you could do throughout. And it's like a trilogy of games, so you could romance her regardless of gender throughout the the series. Mm. Uh, Liara, she's one of the better characters. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's that example uh, in Dragon Age. It's yes. Sorry. I love the fact that I'll be like, because I let you speak. And then when I go off, <laughs> you go like, oh, you have to interrupt. I'm sorry. Continue. But, you know, I'm gracious. Go. <laughs> no, I actually didn't think of anything, but, like, okay. Not like- <laughs> <laughs> You're just being rude. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, I, oh, my God. I started thinking about Diva and Diva. how, like, you know, yeah, like, Diva from, fuck, I don't even know what that name name of the game is but she has like this pink suit and she's like really femme and like she's really pretty okay really really Diva. cute okay i'm on the girl while you're doing that i was thinking of oh yeah overwatch yeah. Dude, uh, yeah. overwatch has a lot of like the main character tracer is a, is a lesbian so that's a mm, representation mm-hmm. i don't play yeah. overwatch because uh, I'm an old man, and that's very fast-paced, and it gives me a headache. <laughs> yeah, I heard it's really chaotic. It is super chaotic. But, um, but yeah, she's she was so cute. Um, I was gonna say, like, Dragon mm-hmm. Age is mm-hmm. a game from, like, the mid-2000s, and they've been making a new one every once in a while. It's been yeah. a while since they made, but that one, it's, like, it's the opposite instead of space it's like medieval with like dragons and wizards and stuff like that and i've talked about it like the way that like it's a world where like sexuality is a lot more fluid um even though it's like set in medieval but it's like you could romance same-sex relationships uh even the politics in the games are involved that like sometimes like i remember in dragon age the third one uh, there is a whole plot that you're going to a ball and you have to like stop an assassination going to happen on the queen. Uh, and the thing is, is like you have to, you have multiple ways to stop the assassination. 
You have mm -hmm. you could either get dirt on people, but one of the paths is that you could find out that the queen has was having an affair with her advisor, which was a woman, and you could like. <laughs> oh my uh, god! Yeah, so you Put could her like business out there. You could, you could. That's an option, or you could like get them back together because they broke up, and then it's like, hey. You, it, you see, it's like it's open ended that way because that's the dragon. I see. Like you could do what you, those are the games you could do whatever wants. The choice is free, so you could romance whoever you want and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But Dragon mm -hmm. Age specifically has been known for always having like gay, bi options, pan options, and mm -hmm. uh, and even like it doesn't even pertain to you, the characters you're with. It could be like they always have like it's just in the culture that like most of the people get within whoever they want. Mm -hmm. so that's like nice interesting it's like it's nice but it also doesn't feel like as authentic sometimes because like with the face of the alien race that's all women it's like it's an interesting concept and it does feel lesbian but it also feels like it's an alien like it's not human okay uh, so Fair. it feels like like their whole culture doesn't even con understand the concept of men so they're like mm. oh so it's, it's kind of like you know what's the other option i get it mm. Uh, and then, like, with Dragon Age, since it's, like, it's an option, you could completely avoid it, the gay stuff. Oh. Yeah, like, okay. you know how Stardew Valley, you could just marry, it's yeah. optional that you could marry them, but you, like you said, sometimes it feels like you're a gay person in the straight world. So, yeah, yeah, even yeah, though sure. there is representation in some of these games, uh, it's not, it's a not gay like game. it's not like their forefront. They're not not like that's not their identity. It's just like, oh well, if you want to fuck me, that's great, <laughs> <laughs> and then we could maybe do a romance. There is only one example <laughs> that I actually like, and it's in the third yeah. Dragon Age, which I told you that it is like yeah, yeah. A, a gay wizard. Um, Dorian, Ooh, mm -hmm. that he is oh, yeah, like yeah, that's yeah. part of his identity. Like he's mm -hmm. like he's attracted to men, and he lives in a country where it's like uh, very homophobic, just to say it. Aww. So they try to do the. It's a little like oh, they try to do conversion therapy, wizard conversion therapy. And again, problematic. Again, suffering. Very... But he <laughs> he fled the country, and then he joins yeah. you. To like help you on your endeavor, and he's like this sassy gay wizard. Oh my god, do you guys uh, like? Do you fall in love in the game? Yeah. Oh my like, god. Like at least that one, it's like it's full on and it's like it, it follows the beats of like, you know. Is he cute? That... <laughs> Look at him. Uh, Dorian from Dragon Age Inquisition. Okay. Yeah. He has a He's... mustache. Yeah. <laughs> He's like a sassy gay, uh and then you can do your uh sex scene with him. Oh my god, there's a sex scene? I mean, like, as much as you can in a game, that it's gonna be... Gasp. Like, you can see his butt. <laughs> wow. He has a nice butt. That's a lot. It is. Uh, but, but he's, like, authentic. Like, I feel like that's a very authentic queer character because it's, like, it's part of his identity, but it's not, like, all of him. He's, like, mm -hmm, sassy, mm -hmm. gay. He aspires to be, like, a politician in his home country to make change. Mm -hmm. Um, So... I, I, but that's again like one character out of like a whole franchise of like six games. Yeah. So it's it's um tough when it comes to finding representation in games, in games. <laughs> Emphasis. Yeah, for sure. Game. Um, it's like it's either it's either 
It's either. I was going to say, like, it's either, like, there's a game that comes out, and it's not inherently queer for whatever reason, but it gets yesified. Like, um, you know, Animal Crossing or, like, Sims. <laughs> okay, let's, let, okay, like, okay, so that like, was a bullet point. Can we talk yeah. about, like, how there's stuff that is not queer, but queer? But it's inherently <laughs> queer, yeah. I don't know uh, what it is about the Stardew Valley, like, you know, girlies because, or like, fans or whatever. Stardew like, Valley, like I said, it, there's a queer option, but it's, like, so out of the way. It's not yeah. the main focus. It's farming. Did, what? Wait, did I say Stardew Valley? Yes, you did. I meant to say Animal Crossing. I keep same doing that. It's the I same thing. That. It's the same. <laughs> mm. <laughs> As somebody who's played both, there are some I've key differences. Both. There is, but it's like... It, the only difference is that Animal Crossing, there isn't romance. But it's like, you still could like farm and craft and stuff like that. Animal Crossing, to be honest, okay... Stardew Valley gives very, like, Earth sign, like, very, like, project-driven. It's like, I have to do this to, like, expand my yeah. farm and blah, blah, blah. Stardew Valley is giving, like, kind of dreamy Pisces. Kind of like, ooh, Wait, I Stardew guess today Valley or, 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 or... my bad. Animal, Cro Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing is giving very, like, you know... Just Pisces vibes? Like, yeah, like, very dreamy Pisces. Like, I'm gonna chase butterflies and just have fun. I think, like, maybe I think I'll build like... something here and, like, I'll just... You know, it, it's fun. Yeah. Well, the way that I see in most queer games that I say that mm -hmm. aren't like inherent, like they're not like, oh, there's gay characters in it, but mm -hmm. that are most queer are the ones that like are a lot about of like building yourself up or yeah. you get to design whatever you want. Like Animal mm -hmm. Crossing, you could design your clothes, you could wear whatever you mm -hmm. want. Uh, you could be like transgendered or whatever. It doesn't matter. You could mm -hmm. be a male character dressing up in girl clothes and vice versa. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, there's a whole slew of diversity. I think they even updated to have like POC types of hair. So like... Yeah, the hair is... It's okay. <laughs> They're trying. Hey, it's a Japanese game. They don't... They, they think black people is a concept. So... <laughs> That was that out of pocket. Make it better. <laughs> that oh was out god. of pocket. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Not my existence being a concept. To people. Uh, but um, but usually like games that are, like The Sims is another one that the queer yeah, LGBT yeah. community loves to gravitate to because it's like. It's not just yeah. like you're living your life. You make your perfect person, your perfect relationship. You build their house, and then you set it all on fire because you're psychotic. <laughs> you throw you know. them all in pools. <laughs> um. So a lot of because it's like I'm trying to figure out like what games is usually like known for having a high LGBT fan base, and mm -hmm. I I know like in like um I think it's like TVTropes.com where you could look at different mm -hmm. tropes of like different media. Like, there is, like, high LGBT fan base. Yeah. Um, stuff that is, like, LGBT friendly. But, like, it's very hard. Because it's, like, it's either, like, they just have, like, aesthetically pleasing character design. Like, yeah, hot true. men, hot women. And that's why the LGBT fan base loves it. Or mm -hmm. it's, like, a make-your-own-kind-of-situation. Like, uh, The Sims, Animal Crossing, mm -hmm. Stardew. So... It's not like, I can't say it's like anything concrete because there's plenty of like games that is very much catered to straight men that is yeah. like hyper-masculine, shooty, and then like maybe like the women are designed in a... With like half their boobs out. Yeah. Yeah. 
but there isn't anything that I could say that it's inherently aimed towards queer people. So it's almost just like, yeah. it's not, it doesn't feel like it's for us, but it's like, we're going to make it for us. And it's usually the game. Well, I think, can. I think for Animal Crossing at the very least, it's, it's just very colorful. It's very fun. Like the straight yeah. world tends to like, kind of like shun people who like colorful yeah, things or like very like suck. You know, fun things. <laughs> <laughs> they like, oh they don't like God. colors. Like it's like Call of Duty. They like they, they like poo poo browns and yeah, metal, all of the like, colors uh, are so muted. Like I'm mm. like, how can you tell brown from more brown from more <laughs> more brown? Like it's not. But it's, you know, it's, it's just a, like Call of Duty. Whatever. That's your that's your prerogative. I honestly don't believe anybody that's listening to us is playing Call of Duty. <laughs> I bet you. <laughs> if you do, message us. I don't know. <laughs> Let us know. <laughs> Let us know. A call to action. <laughs> call to do <laughs> call of duty. I don't know. Call of duty intervention. <laughs> um, but that's generally the 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 vibe of like gaming in general and the gay community with gaming. Mm -hmm. Like I think it's growing like everything else, but in a much slower rate because it's also like there's a high um there's a, it's gatekeepy and also it's more expensive to get into yeah. gaming anyways. Like For you sure. can't just yeah. do like a Netflix subscription and then get it. Like you have to buy a console, which could be a couple hundred dollars and games, mm -hmm. which are like new games are like 60 bucks a pop. Uh, yeah. You could wait until they're on sale, but then by then it's like the fad is done. But that's what I do. I usually wait for like games to be like 10 bucks and then I just buy a bunch. You know. I feel like there are games that like never get to that price though. They never like mark them down. They don't. Sometimes they don't, and like yeah. that sucks. That's like capitalism. But like other games, they do some mark downs. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Question: Is yeah. Pokemon a gay game? Yeah, of course it is. You build your own characters, and there's like eight hundred different Pokemon. Gays have their favorite. <laughs> okay. True. That's a, that again another thing is, is like if like if there's diversity amongst it like the rainbow then like the gays yeah. like it yeah so but pokemon be, is like if I, if I met somebody and they played pokemon i wouldn't be like oh you're queer if i met somebody and they played animal crossing i don't care who they are i would be like oh yeah you're for sure gay you're either a woman or you're gay yeah i like it is true pokemon is a lot more like that is a good that is a good way to know it's like it's a game if like if they're playing it it's like mm, yeah. There's something here, bucko. Mm -hmm. But Animal mm -hmm. Crossing is a good example of one. Um, yeah. But I don't know if I could think of another game that I could say, like, if they play it, I'll be like, hmm. hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's true. Um, so that's my uh, spiel on games. Yeah. It, it, Wait, it, okay, it barely passes the vibe check. <laughs> <laughs> Just barely. Like, yeah. it's okay, but... Mm, could be I mean, I still play them, I love them, but most of the games I play don't have, like, a single queer character. Like, Mario games? Yeah. Who the fuck is queer? Yoshi? I don't know. <laughs> Birdo? Not oh, Yoshi! Birdo! Birdo! Do you know poor Birdo? Mm-mm. Birdo was originally... Well, this was, like, back in the 90s. Birdo's the one with the, 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 the big... The pink, like, Yoshi with the bow and the big... Uh, hold, yeah, look her up. But Birdo, Birdo is maybe trans. Is that how you write it? B-I-R-D-O. Birdo. Nintendo. Oh, you said B-I. 
Yes. Okay, well, you could just uh, delete the whole thing and then try it again. Birdo gender, because, like, Ooh. because Birdo's gender has been some people, some like official either say that it's a cross dressing man or trans, or they, it's like, so technically, there is a LGBT Nintendo character. Mario see, it's not it's not canon right that like no it's like not really it's just you see, speculated that's, that's interesting some characters will pop up and the people will just yesify them like they'll be like yo that they've always like been or they've gay always or queer been or ambiguous like mm. i'm talking back in the 90s i think there was like some translations that was gender neutral like but that could have been like a typo honestly or like if a it's a bit translation, tra it's likely because they were just translating it like that. Um, but what was the question you were gonna ask? I I don't even know. I don't know because you were, you were like you had one last question for our thing. Oh, one last question. But like, have you read any books that are like I, like <laughs> reading? <laughs> You're like I don't read. <laughs> I don't read. <laughs> Have you That's read so any fun. books? <laughs> oh my god, I, I mean, read one recently. Okay. <laughs> and this is why on most days I'm like TikTok is a blessing. On other days I'm like, mm, not sure. Yeah. I saw a TikTok and somebody was like, hmm, do you want to read like a historical lesbian um book with fisting in it? And I was like, Maybe. I wasn't looking for that, but yes, I'll take it. <laughs> you read it? Was I it good? I read it. Um, it was good, but the f the fisting was like five minutes in like a fifteen uh, hour long book. Disappointing. <laughs> they over advertised the fisting. No, the thing is, like, the book is like a historical, <laughs> like, novel kind of thing. But instead of like, they take like a traditional story, and it is it the song it of Achilles? Into... No, no, no. The song. Oh my god, the song of Achilles is a whole different thing. Um, okay. Because <laughs> I but, see you Googling something and I was like... No, yeah. I was trying to see like if the author of Song of Achilles was like a, a woman or like a... It's Madeline Myler. It's a woman. <laughs> yeah. You see, women are really out here like saving us. Um, Song of Achilles? Oof. Big oof. What is like, it about? I think I've heard of it as like... It's a historical fiction, but it's like queer as hell. It's like Greek. Okay, okay, okay. It's Achilles like, okay. is from the the Troy, right? The the one yeah. that got shot in the ankle. Mm hmm. So it's the story of like Achilles and like his his bestie Patroclus. Um, um. And you know how like in history, like they'll be like, oh yeah, they were besties. They you know, were they roommates. Went, er, They'd love yeah, doing they that. Yeah, they were roommates. <laughs> but like in this book, like you know, it's the story of them like progressively getting closer, like when they meet and like just over time, like getting closer, falling for each other, like. And it's kind of like, it's not very gay panicky in like the modern way, but it's very gay panicky in like a Greek historical kind of way. It's very like, does he think, you know, I'm, does he, does he think of me the same way I think of him? Like kind of thing. It's very sweet. It's very, very cute. But like, of course he dies at the end because of Yeah, because you know? he but, dies in Troy. <laughs> but like that story, oh my God, when I read it, like my whole, it's so good. It's so okay, good. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I don't read, and uh, you're not gonna make me. So, <laughs> I was trying. <laughs> um, but I have read a couple of like good books that are, you know, again, gay men, gay teens, gay guys that are teens, 
um, gay but women. Not so much. It's all right. Oh, really? It's not. It's just okay. hard to find like a book that's like actually good. Okay, okay, okay. Now, here's an interesting fact. And maybe this could be the last point because this is going on mm -hmm. for like an yeah, hour. Yeah, yeah. Though there's a lot of interruptions. We could probably cut out like 20 minutes. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> um, the the video essay and that that talked about um like queer representation, there was so he said the person that I was watching this video wanted mm -hmm. to wa find something else after Yuri on Ice, like oh mm -hmm. that was a queer representation, and then he realized that a lot of women went to um. After watching Kuri went into, like, I think it's a Korean manga called Killing Stalking. Oh, I don't know it. I thought you were going to mention another one. but okay. Which one? I, f I forget what it's called. But Killing yeah, Stalking is the, is the one about, like, it's uh, a stalker who's stalking a guy who he has a crush on. And the guy he has a crush on is, a, like, I think a serial killer. And it's very toxic and abusive and really fucked up. But yeah, um, but it seems as like, and this is the kind of like dynamic that, and it's a same sex couple, you know, uh, okay. yeah, a guy and a guy. Uh, but a lot of girls, straight girls, gravitated to that after you and I's, which is like a very healthy gay relationship, is because they were able to experience their kink without it being it. Uh, done to a girl. Uh, wait, what's the kink? You know, abuse or like aggression and stuff like that. Um, and that was is kind it? of like, the, and we've had this conversation oh. on like fan fiction that there it seems to be a trend that you don't want to portray, like you want to experience love, but you want you don't want to put girls through it. So you're like, make them gay. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why I feel like I... there's so prominent like female writers and authors who do a lot of gay men <laughs> representation. I mean, maybe this is a problematic oh. take, but it's like you okay. <laughs> rebuttal. I mean, we need a rebuttal. But I heard this is okay. the argument, and it's like it's a way to express it, but it's also like you know it's far enough that you're not like. So, like, we're going to talk about this in the fan fiction episode, that the way, like, mm -hmm. a lot of fan fiction, men on men, that's written by girls, mm -hmm. it's, like, it's very, it, it's, like, lesbian. It's very, <laughs> it's very lesbian love story. Yeah. 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 It's giving so, lesbian love story, for sure. So, but, like, there's that kind of mentality um, that it's almost just, like, how can I express my homosexuality, but, like... But, like, let's not harm women in the process. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. I don't disagree with, oh, okay. with what you said. I don't necessarily have a direct rebuttal for it. Oh. But the thing is... Like, I was I really hoping that you were like, like, you're wrong, Andrew, because of because that's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't know. I can't I can't say that like there aren't women that like aren't projecting their fantasies onto a different group of people just so it mm. seems safer and like less threatening. You get what I'm mm. saying? Yeah. 
But at the same time, for me, and the conversation that we were having about like, um, at least for me, and like the way that I was thinking about it, it's like, as a, um, I used to write fan fiction. So um, yeah, I know. Yeah, I've read it. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, you don't get no, we're not we're not talking about my fan fiction. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> but <laughs> but my thing is like i of course my whole entire fan fiction career was like writing about men that i was wishing like at a certain point at first i was like oh yeah these men i for sure want them to kiss and then at some point i was like i want girls to kiss but then it's significantly harder for me to write girls in a way that is authentic because i have no model for it and what i feel mm. internally i have no way of describing it so mm. i think it's just so much more easier because to be honest whenever women are portrayed having like any kind of feelings it's always for like an ulterior motive it's never mm. honest it's never just mm -hmm. what it is when you see a guy fall for you know anybody it's just it gets to be just what it is it's yeah. validated just by the fact that he's a man and i think like a lot of the fanfics like it's like when you read a fanfic tag and then it just says porn without plot and it's just it's just what it is you know like it's like it's that idea of just being able to just write whatever you want without write somebody being smut. like oh, but there should be plot there should be depth there should be blah blah blah. it's like nope, no today i just wanted to write porn and that's it or there's some people that are like i just wanted to write this au and i just wanted to exist and that's enough you know like that's the validation that it needs okay but then like i feel like in a lot of like the way that i, I wouldn't say in fan fiction but a lot of like I, f I just feel like the way that women are portrayed and women's feelings specifically are portrayed as like, you know, this kind of like, it's, it's never about like the person that they like. It's more so about like, they want a relationship. They want the social status. They want like, um, yeah, you know, all yeah, this yeah, other yeah. stuff that is never about the actual feelings that they have yeah. for the person. Um, there's always like these other ulterior motives. And like, to be honest, irrelevant like i don't want to read about that you know okay but i feel like when at least for me when i was writing like fan fiction about like you know two boys like kissing um that sounds really creepy now that i say that but like teenage yeah. people i was te i was a teenager writing about teenagers you know yeah, huh? yeah, um, yeah, yeah. or adults but yikes but anyways when i was writing that i was like they get to just exist and that's what i liked the most when i was writing women like i had no idea how to do it like it just felt so like I had this weird feeling to write it differently than I, I don't know. It just Maybe it that's didn't... why like a lot of prominent queer authors is that same kind of struggle that like, because it's like, we've been like doing like Googling. It's all women that are doing mm -hmm. all this work. So maybe it's yeah. like, maybe like you said, like you feel it. So perhaps it's like the whole mm -hmm. like more people feel it. Yeah. Community is like kind of like that. Like, you yeah. know, it's easier to write men in love with men than it is to write a woman in love with a woman, even though and as a gay me... man, sometimes the descriptions yeah. of like man, man in love with man is like, this gives me lesbian and sapphic vibes. They just, you know, yeah. <laughs> they're just men. And presenting. like, don't get me, don't get me wrong. Like, um, I think there are a lot of, you know, women and like teenage girls that are just writing fan fiction because they want to see two guys like kiss or they want to imagine yeah. two guys kiss for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but at least for me, like there was a point where I wanted to transition to like women and I, I just, it didn't, I just didn't know well, how to do it and it felt different. So 
that but like we said we're this is fan fiction is gonna be a whole. Yeah. so mm -hmm. i think on that note we've talked about our favorite shows or yes some favorite queer representation any last notes before we sign off watch euphoria yeah honestly even though i'm probably not because you know <laughs> You're not. I'm, I know I don't I'm think not. You would like it. I think you would be like, "This I, is so stupid." <laughs> I, actually, the clips you did show me, I was like internal. Like, I I know you really like it, and I appreciate that you do like it. And I, like, I liked your reactions to mm -hmm. the show than the actual show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would rather watch you go like gay panic, like, "Oh my god, they're kissing!" <laughs> that that was entertaining to me. But watching mm -hmm. Zendaya and um. What what's uh Jules Hunter Schaefer Hunter Schaefer like you know talk I'm like okay cool they're they're yeah, nice I <laughs> I get it I I understand it's not for everybody um <laughs> but <laughs> watch it anyways not you but you know, listeners but you <laughs> okay so uh see you guys next time on Queer Perspective thanks for tuning into this episode of Queer Perspective. We would love some feedback, so please leave reviews wherever you're listening to this podcast or on Instagram at Queer Perspective Pod. Thank you.